0: What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind podcast. How are y'all doing? How are y'all doing today? Hope y'all are having or had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. At the point of which I recorded this, it is still the weekend for me, which is why I always have that little interception of saying, "I hope y'all are having a wonderful weekend," but by now, I hope y'all had. A wonderful weekend I hope it was good it was relaxing for those of you who didn't have to work and for those who did have to work I hope it was fulfilling and successful and fruitful and you were able to get what you needed to get done done and you were able to make progress and you accomplished something during the weekend I hope everybody is safe and healthy because this weather is crazy you know but I hope everybody was able to stay safe during this entire weekend I know Mardi Gras is coming up, so, and it's probably Mardi Gras Tuesday when you're going to be listening to this podcast. So please, if you are celebrating Mardi Gras, please be careful out in these streets. Please just be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You know, take all the necessary precautions. Don't overdo it. Have fun, but don't have too much fun to where you're not going to be able to go to work the next day. If you have to go to work the next day, just don't do anything where you jeopardize your future. Don't do anything stupid that you will regret later. Enjoy yourself, yes, but don't do anything that is gonna cause you to regret what you just did. So don't, 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 uh, don't do anything stupid. As Belief says, if you don't know that is, Belief and Father, check out his YouTube channel. He makes some amazing video, videos and he says, protect your life. In other words, if you like the way your life is going right now, don't do anything to mess that up. And that also includes having too much fun and forgetting that you have a job to do the next day, especially if you're not an entrepreneur and you're not self-employed. Don't do anything to jeopardize your life, protect your life and keep yourself popping, keep it moving, keep it rolling, especially as we are all on this, tri- on this journey trying to become financially free, trying to help ourselves be better than where we are right now. Speaking of which. That's the topic of today. Today, we're going to talk some more about the steps and the progress of becoming financially free and becoming more uh, self-reliant, not really self-reliant, but becoming more uh, not dependent on your money, but rather your money being dependent on you. Your money not controlling you and telling you what it wants to do, but you telling your money what to do. You making your money work for you rather than you working for your money. In other words, not leaving paycheck to paycheck, not stressing every single day about where money is going to come from, not freaking out about the emergencies that come up in life, being able to handle the situations that persist and will continue to persist because Murphy is real and Murphy always will show up. What is Murphy, you may ask? There's a law called the Murphy's Law. It's basically what can go wrong will go wrong. In other words, in life, when there's an opportunity for something to go wrong, a lot of times it end up it does end up going wrong. So the only way to counteract Murphy is by putting things in place to adjust, to make uh, adjustments whenever those situations rise up. Because this is the thing called life. Life always will happen. Something always happens. And so part of that through this financial journey is trying to mitigate all the things that can happen in life and trying to do our very best to improve upon the situations that we may be in or we may put ourselves in and just trying to take that next step so we can be better today than we were yesterday and set a future for ourselves, but not just for ourselves, but also for our family, for our generations to come that will be great. But along the way, helping those who are around us to be able to be, to just be gracious and great in just helping people around us. The goal of this entire financial freedom is not just so that we can be rich or so we can just have money or anything like that. The goal of being financially free, at least for those who are listening on this channel, my goal for each and every one of us is for us to be so financially free, so wealthy, so prosperous, so fill in the blank with whatever word you want to put in there, that we are able to not just help ourselves, but help those around us. Because the reason why I got charged up about doing this kind of contest and trying to help people be financially free is because of, I I believe we talked about it on here, it's just the level of charitable donations over the years. I was listening to uh, an episode of, on NPRs. Listen to the radio, and they were talking about how charitable donations has continued to decline over year over year because people are just, don't have the financial... Uh, wiggle room or financial room to be able to help those around them to be able to help those in need and to be able to help different charities and stuff like that and i was seeing it just not just hearing it on the radio but i was seeing it in person as well where people just don't have the ability to help others as well and so that charged me up because one and then the other thing that charged me up to be able to want to talk about this is just i just saw so many people in my generation who just kept on struggling who were trying to figure out I'm working now and life should be going one way, but it's not. What is going on? Why can't I figure out a way to get out of this financial hurdle that I'm in? And this was what prompted me to start speaking the language that hopefully people my age and people in my generations and those coming after me can understand when it comes to this whole financial battle. And then plus, the other thing was I was entering into the space of being what they call an adult, or as it's called today, adulting. I was beginning to be an adult. And being an adult means new responsibilities, new things that you have to think about that you've never thought about before. And navigating through those waters can be kind of difficult, especially if you don't have people who are teaching you these things or who have taught you these things in the past. And so me gathering all this information and learning more and more about the business world, about a little bit about investing, a little bit about what it is when it comes to, to taking care of yourself and planning a future future, for yourself. All these things, I wanted to share these nuggets, not just for myself, but also to share it with those in my age group who can learn a thing or two, who are now, whether they're just getting out of college or I've been out of college for a couple of years and are just kind of in the workforce and figuring out which way to go and figuring out how exactly to do this whole grown-up thing. And I just noticed that not a whole lot of us knew what we were doing once we entered the workforce market and started making a little bit of bread and a little bit of money that we can put in our pockets. We didn't really know what we were doing. A lot of us were just kind of just blindly trying different things. And I was just like, if I have this piece of knowledge of stuff that I have experienced over the years, stuff that I have seen helped me to get to a place where I'm a little bit more financially free, more financially secure, able to make a few more moves, I believe that I can help other people as well going through the same things. And maybe through all of this, everybody that's listening to my ear can also become such a place in such a position where they are also financially free and financially stable and able to not worry so much about money. I was listening to, I don't know if all of you know Kevin O'Leary, he is one of the judges on Shark Tank. I don't know if everybody watches that show, but it's a pretty good show when uh, talking about business and those kind of things. But he, I was listening to him, he has a YouTube channel called Ask Mr. Wonderful, and on that channel, he was just talking about because that's Some of the stuff that I do and some of the things that I listen to is listening to other millionaires or listening to millionaires talk about how they became millionaires. And basically, one of the things he was talking about is one of the things that he went through when he was trying to set himself up and grow was like he almost went into bankruptcy. And he was like he has never experienced so much stress from just anything in life, minus the stress of just trying to figure out which way to go. Where's my food going to come from? How am I going to take care of my family? all these kind of things. And just listening to him and understanding that is just another thing that drove me to want to continue doing this, to want to continue sharing this information, to want to continue sharing as much as I learned with you guys so you guys can also get to that place. Where you're not stressed about, about where's my meal coming from? Where's this money coming from to use to take care of my family? Or how do I set myself up for success? All these things, you're just trying to navigate away from that and move into a place of somewhat security. But more importantly, being able to establish something, not just for yourself, but for your future, your family, and also to help those around you, which is a key thing to this entire thing. But. Today, I just, I I rambled on for a good minute, but today, one of the things I wanted to talk about is what is it exactly that you want for yourself? Because going into this financial freedom journey, it's easy to just kind of look at other people and just be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to secure this thing. I want to get that thing. I want to buy this thing. But the question you have to ask for yourself as you're going through this is, why exactly am I going through this? What is it that I want out of this? Now, I've listed a bunch of stuff of the reasons why I share these things with you, but what is it for yourself that you actually want to get out of this? What is it that you want in this whole thing as you move forward, as you move to a future for yourself that will help you stay grounded, that will help you keep you focused on the goal at hand? What is it? That you yourself can see yourself attaining from going through this whole financial journey for the reasons why you would eat ramen and eat beans and rice and eat what and just sacrifice everything in your fridge and sacrifice your money and go through all these tribulations and trials. What is it exactly that you want? Because what I've noticed or what I've seen is a lot of us start these things. A lot of us, it's kind of like New Year's resolutions. Everybody has a New Year's resolution. I want to get out of debt. I want to get in shape. I want to get fit. I want this, that, and the other. You know, everybody has a new, I want to read this many books this year. I want to do this. I want to do that. Everybody starts off the year. But then as even just when you go to the gym, you will notice like the beginning of the year, the gym is packed. It's annoying for me. It's packed. Everybody's in the gym. You can't get on a machine. Usually, what will usually take you an hour to finish your entire workout session. Now, all of a sudden, it's taking you two hours because all kinds of people are in the gym, and everybody's up in there, and they're all like, this is the year that I'm going to get to it. This is the year I'm going to fulfill that goal. This is the year I'm going to do this. This is the year I'm going to do that. All that kind of stuff. Everybody's excited. It's the beginning of the new year. It's a new opportunity, new doors, new hopes. Everybody's happy. And then as the weeks progress, the second week of January, people are still hyped. Towards the end of January, you start seeing the numbers dwindle down a little bit. Middle of February, the numbers dwindle down a little bit more. By the end of February, the gym is almost back to normal. And then by mid-March, by by mid-March... The gym is basically back to normal. It's empty again. And I'm able to do my workouts the way I want to do them, as fast as I want to do them, with the intensity that I want to do them out, where people aren't just hogging machines, sitting there on their phones, talking about, I'm out here working out. You ain't working out. You're only posting that for the Inst- for Instagram. No, actually put in work when you go to the gym, but this is a side topic. If you're going to the dr- gym, please, 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 just for anybody who is a gym person or who wants to start working out or is working out, when you go to the gym, Please, after you finish a set, get up. Don't just sit on the machine with your phone twiddling away talking about, oh, I got another set. Like, get out of the way. People are A lot of people are in there trying to get work done, and if you're over there just hogging all the machines, it is so annoying. Like, please, at least swap in and out with other people so they can get the work in that they need to get in because not everybody is on your time. The world doesn't revolve around each and every single one of us. Everybody has a different schedule. Everybody has... Things that they want to get done as quickly as possible. But anyway, that's besides the topic. But anyway, it's just the same thing. It's the same thing when it comes to this financial journey. Because at the end of the day, this is a journey. This is something that you will continue to do every single day. It's not something that is one and done. Just because you finish paying off your debt doesn't mean that the journey ends there. No, there is more to accomplish. There's more to be, there's more to be to be done as you continue this journey. The first step was that emergency fund, and this and then part of that first step was paying off your debt, but that's not where it ends. That's just where it starts. That's literally the starting line. That pushes you and propels you to keep going, but you Cannot just focus on just that. That is not where you finish. That's not the beginning and end of it all. You have to continue because this is a journey. There is more to it. To be able to be financially free and financially secure, you have to get to a point where you understand and you understand your finances and you're able to make room in your finances for other things in life. That's why we talked about investing so your money can start working for you. When you're sleeping, when you're doing something else, your money can work for you. You. so this thing is not just a one-hit wonder this is a continuous journey it's just like going to the gym going to the gym is not something you do intermittently it's not something you do every once in a while if you're trying to hit a goal if you have a goal for yourself you will notice for people who go to the you, 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 people who we all say oh man that guy is fit that guy r- looks really good if you look at their life if you look at the things in their life you will see a commitment to the goal that they have for themselves you will see a commitment where they make sure that they Their time is set up in such a way that they're able to accomplish. They're able to go to the gym regularly. And you will see like even their lifestyle, the foods that they eat, the things that they choose not to eat. You will notice that everything comes together, working towards that one goal, working towards that goal of them being able to say that that us to look at them and say, man, that guy is really fit. That guy looks really put together. That guy looks like somebody that's very attractive. I want to be like that guy. I want to work out and look as good as that guy. We aspire to be like that. But however, it comes down to the decisions that he has made and the decisions that we haven't made. And until we start framing our mindset, until we change our mindset to focus on the goal that we have and everything else, if ever and everything else focuses on that and pushes us and propels us towards that goal, removing all the extra layers like an onion and focusing on the core, core of what it is that we want to do then we will start seeing the 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 dividends. We'll start seeing the results of our goal. We'll start seeing how everything comes together. Because when you focus on your goal, when you see that, hey, this is what I want to accomplish. I want to get out of debt. And you focus on that. And then you say, I want to be financially free. And you focus on that. And you say, this is the goal. You look at that goal and you say, what are the things that can push me towards that goal? What are the things that can propel me towards that thing? And so you start limiting things out you start cutting out some extra stuff you start removing the fluff and focusing on just the core and like I've, I say this to a lot of people what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you I say this a lot when it comes to working out when it comes to eating right what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you for example me and my little brother we both work out all the time we both eat and all that good stuff we like to work out but we have two different body types if I don't work out I add on weight where if he doesn't work out, he loses weight. Two different extremes on the body type thing if I eat too much, I put on weight. If he doesn't eat enough, he loses weight. It's the two different extremes of when it comes to looking at people who work out. And that's what you have to figure out what is it that works for you? What is it that I do on a daily basis that will work for you? Whether it's in fitness, but we're talking mainly about finances. If it's using an envelope system to remove the money from your bank account, put it in an envelope to force yourself to budget, you do that. You do whatever it takes. If it's opening multiple accounts to make sure that you don't have money or to make sure that you limit yourself in what you're spending you do that you do whatever it takes to make sure you're hitting that goal and make sure that you are getting to the destination that you have set for yourself all it is is holding yourself accountable because at the end of the day it is between you and the man in the mirror for you to be able to accomplish the things that you have for yourself nobody else can push you. I can talk and I can bloviate and I can give you tips and I can give you tricks and I can give you some other things that has worked for me. But until you decide that this is what I want, until you begin to focus on the goal that you have for yourself, it won't matter. It doesn't matter how many seminars you go to. It doesn't matter how many YouTube videos you watch. It doesn't matter how many podcasts you listen to until you decide for yourself that this is what I want to accomplish. This is what not just for myself, but also for my family, for the future of my family and stuff like that, you won't be able to accomplish this thing. So the simple question is the same one I asked you at the beginning of this podcast. Why are you seeking this thing? What is the reason? What is the baseline reason that you want to be financially free? Why is it that you want this thing so badly? Because not everybody is going to be financially free. As much as I would love for every single one of us to be financially free, not everybody is going to be able to be financially free. But for those of you who want that, there is a path to take. There is a way to live your life. There is a way to move forward. There is a way to proceed. But you have to be on that path. You have to be consistent. You have to be continually on top of your game. You ha- you can't just be passive with this thing. I-, I was listening to a podcast again, Kevin Leary was talking, and he was like, he has never met somebody who is a millionaire or a billionaire who was passive in the way that they-, they chased after that goal. You cannot be passive with this thing. You have to be on top of it. You have to be active. You have to take the bulls, as they say, by the horns. You have to be very on top of it every single day. You have to stay on that goal. You have to stay on that grind. You have to meet the, the the you have to meet the thing where it's at. You cannot just choose be like, ah, well, you know, stuff happens. I'm just gonna figure out how to make this thing work. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen. No. You have to stay on top of it. You have to figure out what is the goal for myself. I keep talking about this goal, and I want to make a distinction between being rich and being wealthy. I want to make that distinction because I think we get those two terms mixed up, being rich and being wealthy. Being rich is just basically I have enough money to buy whatever the freak I want, to buy as many houses I want, to buy more stuff, basically. it's just I I have the ability to just buy more stuff. I can just buy anything and just buy more things to surround myself with. Being wealthy, on the other hand, doesn't necessarily mean that I have a million dollars. It doesn't mean that I have all a gajillion dollars, but it means that, one, I have built a, a, a stable foundation, not just for myself, but also for the future of generations to come. I have built something around me to not just help myself, but also to help others around me. So there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. And then when you make that distinction, then you can decide on what do you want to be? Because if you want to be rich, I'm going to be honest. It's a whole lot. It's both of them are hard, but being rich takes a little bit more work and is a little harder because it means that you chase after that money every opportunity you get. Being wealthy, on the other hand, you're comfortable you have a good living. You may not be able to wake up and buy a new car every day or buy a new house whenever you want, but you're comfortable. You have something established, not just for yourself, but for your family, for generations to come. You're able to help people in need. You're able to do things that you're able to do in being wealthy, but being rich, it's a consistent, you have to be on top of it. Every opportunity you see to make money, you take it up you look for chances to make money you look for opportunities to make money not that you don't do that when you're trying to be wealthy but when you're being rich it means sometimes you don't think about the consequences that it may how it may affect other people you just kind of chase after the goal that you have for yourself so you look at you try new things you take more risk in other words you look for opportunities like oh i want to make some more money so you know what i'm going to go drive or get a van to be delivering for, for Amazon. That's an opportunity. I'm going to set up a business as a contractor. That's an opportunity. I'm a, You just look for ways to to serve people so you can make more money. Now, that comes with a whole lot more stress. It comes with a whole lot more work. But it's good because you can buy whatever the freak you want. If money and being rich is what you're after. But if you want to be wealthy, well, there's also a path to that. There's also a very distinguished path to that. It means that you may not do some of the things that I would advise somebody else to do on taking so many different opportunities. It means that you're comfortable. It's like you get to a certain point, you realize this is where I want to be and you're comfortable. You stay there. Being rich, you don't let any opportunity pass you by. You take every chance you get to make some more money. It may include some more risk, but you keep taking those chances because you want that bread. You want that paper. You want more and more and more and more. And that's good. That's fair. I mean, some people want more money and that's 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 fine. But some people just want to be wealthy, to be stable, to be able to create something not just for themselves, but for generations to come. If you notice what I keep saying, generations to come, because it's not about just you. That's another thing that I really want to say. It's not about just you. To whom much is given, much is expected. It's not just for you to make money for yourself, for me, myself, and I. It's for other people to help. Like I talk, I've been saying this the whole podcast, but it's about helping those around you. That is the goal of everything that we're doing. To be financially free, to be financially secure. Not just so we can feed ourselves, but also to feed the mounts around us. And that's it. So again, I ask. What is it that you want? What do you want to accomplish? Because that will drive you and that will propel you to do what you need to do in order to become financially free. But anyway, it's been your boy Kalichi. We'll get back to a lighter note next time, but I just wanted to charge you up to get back focused and to do what you need to do, whatever that may be, whether it's working an extra job. Whether it's whatever it is to push you, to drive you to become financially free, to get to a point where you're telling your money what to do and your money is working for you, rather you working for your money. But that's all I got for y'all. I hope you learned something. I hope you got something out of this. But that's it. I'm going to hit you all up on the next one. It's been your boy, Kelechi, and I'll talk to y'all later. God bless y'all. And peace.